a weekly conversation with practitioners, providers, patients, and healers about complex reproductive medicine and women's health challenges, the value of an integrative approach to these challenges, many of the women's health topics you're already thinking about but uncomfortable talking about, and my personal favorite, wine. I'm your host, Dr. Lorena White, an integrative reproductive medicine and women's health provider, licensed acupuncturist, clinical herbalist, and a former labor support doula in the Washington, D.C. metro area. My goal is to bring women's health-specific evidence and expertise to the forefront of daily women's health and wellness news through informative conversations. If you have ideas, questions, and specific topics that you would like us to cover in future podcast episodes, please leave them in the comment section or send us an email at info at To learn more about our team's approach to care, visit our website at www.larenawhite.com. As you enjoy the podcast, conversations, and wine time, remember to follow the podcast, leave a five-star rating, and tap on the bell to make sure you never miss an episode. Let us know what is your favorite topic, who has been your favorite guest, and who would you like to hear from on the next pod. Most importantly, share the podcast and your favorite episode with a friend or colleague. Lastly, remember that this podcast is not designed to be a substitute for a bona fide relationship with a licensed or certified healthcare professional. Today's episode is sponsored by Luma Natural. In the summer months, emollients are still important. As we perspire more and unfortunately don't drink sufficient water, our skin craves topical hydration. In walks Luma Natural. Their all-natural silk body butters are a true treat for my skin, offering deep hydration and a smooth feel. With a blend of nourishing ingredients, Luma Natural Silk Body Butters provide intense moisturization while embracing the power of natural radiance. The silky texture and heavenly scents make each application a delightful experience. Luma Natural Silk Body Butters contain the same nourishing ingredients as traditional body butters and without the greasiness and sensitivity to high temperatures. When it comes to your body care routine, it's essential to choose products that prioritize quality and natural ingredients. Luma Natural delivers just that with their commitment to using high quality organic ingredients in their products. I am extremely particular about what I put on my body as endocrine disruptors are in practically every commercial hair and body product on the market. So when I found Luma Natural, I immediately fell in love. Right now, I'm using my heart's desire. Yes, that's the name as its red label speaks to the seasonal correspondences of summer. It's everything. So to explore Luma Natural's all-natural products, visit their website at shoplumanatural.com. That's S-H-O-P-L-U-M-A-N-A-T-U-R-A-L.com and discover a range of their silk body butter options at an affordable price. Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs, but the job isn't easy. We face disproportionate financial headwinds, a lack of access to capital, and we need a more equitable environment due to the biases that exist in the Investment Act assessment. The number of businesses owned by Black women grew 50% from 2014 to 2019, representing the highest growth rate of any female demographic. Black females accounted for 42% of all women who opened a new business during the time and represented 36% of all Black employers. And we're not letting up. 
In the U.S., 17% of Black women are in the process of starting a new business, compared to 10% of white women and 15% of white men. Motives for creating a new business include producing a source of income or following a dream. Running a business does not come without its challenges, and those headwinds are disproportionately distributed among Black women. In fact, there are fewer established businesses run by Black women relative to their high rate of entrepreneurship, with just 3% of Black women running mature businesses. Maturation is widely recognized as a business surviving past five years. Moreover, Black female founders earn an average revenue of just $24,000 compared to $142,900 among all women-owned businesses. Why the inequities? One explanation might be the types of businesses started, with 61% of Black female entrepreneurs starting businesses in the retail, wholesale, health, education, government, or social services sectors. This compares to just 47% of white women and 32% of white men entrepreneurs starting businesses in those sectors. Because these sectors are crowded with low margins and high competition, these types of businesses are more difficult to sustain over time. Another possible explanation is a lack of access to capital, with 61% of Black women self-funding their startup capital. This comes even though just 29% of them live in households with incomes over $75,000, compared to 52% of white men. The trend to self-fund is likely because Black women find it difficult to get funding elsewhere. Black business owners who apply for funding have rejection rate that is three times higher than that of white business owners, and they are more likely to identify access to credit as challenge. Meanwhile, only 2% of venture capital funding goes to U.S. female-owned founder teams. This intersectionality makes it even more difficult for Black women to get funding, with less than 100 Black women raising $1 million or more in venture capital funding. So today, as we continue our conversation with Faba Casamari, I introduce to you Luma Natural. For the last few episodes, we have been talking with Faven Casamari, not only about her life with uterine fibroids and her journey to a successful pregnancy and a beautiful baby boy, but we've come to the part where now we can celebrate Black excellence, Black excellence in entrepreneurship. So as we talk about this aspect as we reached August and all the different aspects of how our ancestors have persevered and we have now gotten to this beautiful place where we can not only celebrate entrepreneurship, but celebrate women in entrepreneurship, Black women in entrepreneurship. So Faven, let's get started and let us know after your pregnancy, after you gave birth, after you delivered this beautiful baby boy, talk to us about how your life started changing, not just because of motherhood, but in addition to motherhood. In addition to motherhood, um, I just became more conscious about the things that I consumed, mm-hmm. the things that I um, put on my body. Yeah. Just overall, you know, also being a mother, but also making sure that I'm taking care of myself yeah. and understanding, okay. What products am I using? Um, what what foods am I consuming? Are they harmful? So just taking myself back to that element of being under your care and understanding how holistic medicine is vital to uh, one's lifespan as well as your health. I just always was mindful of that. So for me, 
after being a mother, I embarked the journey of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Also being an individual that constantly educated herself. Yes. And also being an individual that continued to just want to connect with people, want to actively listen to people. Yeah. So those are things that um, just occurred throughout my time after motherhood. Wonderful. And so you talk about how this holistic, whole person, integrative wellness journey, health and wellness journey, really not only contributed to your overall healing in terms of fertility and being able to not only being able to conceive, but now being able to now have this beautiful baby boy that you hold in your arms, who's absolutely adorable, but also how it changed your life and your health style overall. So when you talk about body care and self-care, what transformation happened? What happened in your life and your son's life that said, hey, I need to move in a different direction? So originally prior to having my son, I wasn't as conscious about, you know, I was conscious about the things I was consuming as far as uh, food or as far as um, taking my holistic medicine, but I wasn't actually aware of, okay, what am I putting in my body? Yeah. What chemicals are in these products and what um, health issues can they cause in the long run if I keep using these right. products? So three months into my son's um, existence, he started having rashes all over his face and they were getting worse. So I didn't know what to do as a new mother. That was a point where I just didn't really have guidance or everybody just told me, no, it's okay, just leave it. Wipe his face down with white, uh, with a warm washcloth and a gold mm-hmm. But for me, every day I saw that it was getting worse. So um, I went and got some products from uh, over the counter with the rash which I concluded with later on eczema because I have eczema myself okay um I noticed that those products weren't helping at all I actually was inflaming Mm. the rashes further and so that left me to feel like okay as a mother my job is to nurture my son yes so that means I need to put my cap on (laughs) I need to do some research (laughs) and I need to find out natural uh butters or natural remedies that I could use Right. to heal his eczema without having to compromise his skin health. Mm-hmm. So after doing research, finding out what is shea butter and what is mango butter, what are essential oils and what are carrier oils and what, what benefits do they um, bring to the body? Right. So after doing that research, I was like, okay, I trust myself. I have enough knowledge. Now let me get into the kitchen, put my lab hat on, and let me create a product for my son in the hopes of treating his eczema. Right. So it took about three trials, and I tested it on myself. I don't just want to test it on my son. I tested it on myself, family members, um, and then I found that the products were effective. The products that I created did not contain any chemicals because I was very uh, aware of that. I did not want it to contain medicals to contain chemicals because I'm treating baby skin. Yeah. So um, on top of that, I ensured that I had all the nutrients that would target um, eczema. Mm-hmm. Eczema is caused by um, severe dehydration as well as it can be genetic. Yeah. Genetically, sorry, genetically, um, uh, I guess something you get genetically from your family members. Yes, hereditary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. Or, it could, or it could be just your diet. Yeah. And chronic inflammation uh, is also one of the things that come from diet when we are having, you know, we cannot process things that aren't whole. And when we think about yeah. things that aren't whole, that's everything from a French fry all the way down to like the saccharin and the fake sugars and the fake meat and all the different aspects of things that just aren't whole foods. 
and everybody's body is going to be different. But sometimes, you know, we just can't, we were never meant to, you know, process and metabolize some of the things that we put in our bodies. And that includes the pesticides that are on our foods, the things that the environmental working group will tell you are the dirty dozen or the clean 15. Um, And even, and that includes a lot of, not just what we're eating and ingesting, but what we're putting on our hair, what we're putting on our bodies Mm -hmm. and just what's already circulating in our environment and things that we breathe. So I think, again, important to take that into consideration when you look at the bigger picture, especially when you're looking at a newborn whose skin is very, very, very tender and gentle. Um, something gentle needs to be you know, placed on it. And when we look at eczema, it's not just about what to put on the body, because that's just a manifestation mm-hmm. of what's going on in the body. And that's a symptom. It's not the underlying cause. So go ahead. Yes, you said it right, <laughs> So um, genetics is one part of it, right. of what causes eczema. But as you said, it's the products we put in our hair. It's um, our diet. It's um, many factors. Even it goes back to the linen. Like what kind of linen are we using? Right, are right. we keeping our linen clean? All those factors have a lot to do. So it made me think, okay, am I eating something that could be causing my son to have eczema because I'm breastfeeding? Yes. So that made me yes. look into all of that. The answer is yes, and by then, the way. The answer is yes. <laughs> And I was not, I was not yeah. eating good for the first three months. Right. Because, you know, after, <laughs> after having a baby, you're just trying to catch up with all, right. all of that. So you're just eating what's close to you. So yeah. that made me change my diet. Right. I, I, I understood after research, okay, that does have a correlation. So that, right. that's essential as well. So after creating the product and um, testing it out on family members myself and then concluding that, okay, it is effective, I started using it on my son Mahadi. And it cleared, his eczema cleared up within like two days. Wow. And then, it, yeah, and it completely did not come back at all after seven days, meaning like wow. I didn't have. So, and then he still, it still would come, but it would continue to occur when I'm not applying the, the product on Right, him. right, right. And I'm not keeping his face clean or I'm not being mindful of what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when I was on top of those things, I, since then, I don't, he ever had, he hasn't had a flare up. Wow. Because I've been using that product. Yeah. And then after that, I started treating family members eczema. Um, started treating my brothers and my sister that have severe eczema. Right. And then some friends and uh, f- uh, family of friends. And then that's how um, uh, Luminatural spread. Yeah. And then <laughs> Luminatural was birthed. Well, yes. Yes, it didn't spread yet, but that's how it was introduced. Yeah. And then after that, I started doing further research, and I was like, okay, I'm getting rid of all his body, uh, his uh, bath and body uh, products. Because all of these have chemicals. I'm going through all of them. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So then I start making. <laughs> Throw it all out. Making, Throw it all out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was throwing it all, all of them out. And, and um, my husband was like, what's going on? Why are you throwing all this stuff out? And I'm like, remember, we're holistic now. Right. And we cannot have these products. Okay. And he was like, I understand. Do whatever you guys do, baby. I'm proud of you. Right. So after that, I started making his shampoos, his body wash, and um, his lotions on top of the eczema butter. So. Everything was, you know, homemade. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy none of the products from the store. And that in itself made me feel very accomplished as a mother, yes. as an individual, and also as a businesswoman. Yeah. And that is um, how uh, Luminatural was created. Office, you know, just seeing that the impact it had on my son's skin, not just his skin, but the impact it had in my community with the close struggle that I had. Right, right. I understood that, you know, it, it's something that uh, I must share with the community. Right. And that is some, something that ignited a, 
you know, passion in me to want to be of service to my community right. through providing natural products. Yeah. And I think you've hit on so many big topics, not just your family, but your focus. And now you incorporated, you know, the financial component to the, to take care of your family and, you know, really putting your son at, you know, one of your first acts of motherhood is t- putting your son's health, um, but also taking care of yourself because you saw that correlation between what am I putting in my mm-hmm. body? Cause that means he's getting it too. And one of the yeah. things I like to talk about with moms is, especially in that early time, because that's when kids get eczema, is whatever's in your breast milk, they're getting. And if there's any type of blood type incompatibility and you're eating peanuts and your kid may have a peanut allergy, they're getting that. That's, again, manifestations of an allergy. And again, that chronic inflammation over time because they're constantly getting it through breast milk. Those are things that moms need to take in consideration, especially when you're looking at blood type and when you're looking at other just things that could be um, chronically inflammatory in, in, a, in a baby's skin because it could be in your breast milk. And people can't understand, it just keeps getting worse. Yes, because you keep feeding, you know, you keep eating yeah. the things that are inflammatory and your baby's getting that too. So I think that you made that, not only that conscious decision, but that connection to do something differently and to not only do it for your son, but to make sure you started with yourself first. And that's the first act of motherhood. So let's talk about Luma Natural. How did you come up with the name? Talk about the Adinkra symbols, all of it, because I, that was one of the first thing that drew me to the product. So Luma represents is a Latin name and means light. Okay. So I thought, okay, you know, in the journey where I am and what I'm trying to do in my community, I want to bring light yes. into the world. So Luma fit perfectly. And then reconciliation means is to build a relationship back with yourself. Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, okay, there was a period of time where I was diagnosed with fibroids and then I had embarked the holistic journey. So it was a battle between those two that I had. And once I fully gave into the holistic uh, lifestyle medicine, I was reconciled with myself. Yes. So I wanted to correlate those and understand that you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, our main um, importance is that we take care of our skin health, our well-being, our mind, and our spirit. Yes. And that, when I was looking to the symbols and the name, those were the factors that I was looking at yeah. when um, creating Luma Natural. Wonderful. I, and I think the packaging, the symbols are so important and they're just, they're very attractive and the packaging is just, is beautiful. So let's start. Um, let's start with what's your favorite scent? What, what is your favorite no, scent? There's a lot of them. So I would have to say wild heart. Okay. And, um, wild heart, wild heart looks like this. I'm going to show you a picture. Wild heart is a, <laughs> yeah. like a nice kind of, not to be confused with lavender, but it has like a nice kind of orchidy, Purple. purplish, yeah. lilac-y color. So that's the wild heart. So you'll know it when you see it. So go ahead, continue. So Tell us why. That's my favorite be- because it's more of a summer scent. Okay. And it has that like exotic, uh, different types of flower scent. And when you put it on your skin, it just smells. It has a hint of like citrus scent. Okay. And you just feel like um, energetic, but it's, it's like... Uh, very uh captivating so for me i wear that all the time mm-hmm. and it's a scent that you can wear for all events it's not just specifically for one event okay so for me that would be my summer uh scent that i would use all right and my second one would be mango sorbet i'm starting to like that now uh-huh, so, uh-huh. <laughs> it has that sweet mango madness it takes you back to those tropical days oh yes where, um 
it took well, me right back to Cuba to. when I was living in Cuba <laughs> and I, we could get the, like the, the fresh, juicy, big, like the juice dripping down your arm mangoes. Not like that kind of stuff that you get here, but it, it definitely brought me back to my lifetime living on an island where all the fruits are just luscious and big and gorgeous and juicy and it just it tastes good you can just eat it right off the tree so yeah I definitely do that and my my favorite scent my summer scent has been my heart's desire and it is sultry it's sexy it's it speaks to summer love it speaks to just just all the sensuous aspects of yourself um it smells good it just smells like yeah it smells sexy it just really does and it it's good for right before you're about to go to bed um it's good for date night um it's definitely one of those scents that you feel when you're putting it on and that's one of the aspects i love um not in in addition to how it feels on your skin it does not feel like very thick and creamy, but it feels very moisturizing, a very good emollient without feeling like you just cake something on. And the scent is just light. Like when you walk past someone and you get that waft, you're like, what was that? Who was that? They smell good. Like that kind of thing. So <laughs> my heart's desire yeah. is my summer scent and I'm moving into mango sorbet. And as we get to these kind of late summer times, but I'm moving into mango sorbet right now too. <laughs> so what would you say is your fall scent? I'm glad you asked. I am, I smelled brown sugar baby and I smelled Persian dream. And I think as I, like, as we move into like early fall, like right around, you know, this kind of early fall time even though it's going to be still hot outside I think I'm going to move into Persian dream and then as we get to later fall like around Halloween right before Thanksgiving times I think I'll be into brown sugar baby yeah those are going to be my ones for fall and the the, even the packaging as you can see has like a little bit more um folly colored like lighter browns and like like you're looking at the changing of the leaves that are more this color so I think that might be what I look for um for my fall scent how about for winter I I think they're two very light scents that you talked about the chamomile and the lavender how do you what do you think about those I know those are designed specifically for with for you uh for me (laughs) And I'm excited yeah. about those because those are the ones I'm using in wintertime because I feel like, ooh, lavender is going to be when I want to cozy and snuggle and I want to be in the bed right before I go to bed because once once the clocks change, y'all, I might as well be a bear because <laughs> I hibernate. I do not. I have a touch of the seasonal affect disorder because when, when it's daylight, that's when I'm thriving. But when it's dark, I'm no good. No good. So that chamomile and that lavender seems like it's just going to go well with my tea. And it's going to be so, so warm and welcome. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'll let you know how it goes. Um, and Perfect. you mentioned another scent that I think I'm going to use for spring. I haven't gotten to it yet. Um, but talk to us about Rose Garden. So Rose Garden, I think, is um, a scent that's not really recognized as much. Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful. It's a beautiful scent. And it's a scent that captures, like, enchantment, but yet... Um, sophistication mm. and I uh, has that seductive smell okay. but it's like very subtle very subtle 
So I think that a lot of people are sleeping on Rose okay, Garden. Okay, you heard that. And people that sleeping they, on Rose Garden. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that they should try it. it, it it's uh, the perfect scent for if you're having date night. Okay. Another option, just like my heart's desire. But it's also a scent when you want to feel like confident, mm-hmm. just elegant, and just empowered yeah. as a woman. I think that's a perfect scent. All right. You know, that's actually one of my scents. Yes, okay. We didn't my really talk scent. about Brown Sugar Baby and Parisian yes. Dream. So talk to us about the inspiration behind those two scents. So Brown Sugar Baby, the inspiration behind that is, um, you know, a lot of individuals like scents that smell sweet, a little mm-hmm. bit in between a vanilla and brown sugar. Right. So we had to give give that scent to our ladies because, you know, summertime you want to smell sweet and <laughs> smell like, you want to smell like candy. Like candy, so, um, yes. So we said, okay, let's create that. And let's call it Brown Sugar Baby. And I got that from... Uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Brown. There's a movie called uh, Brown, Brown Sugar. Sugar. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite movies. Okay. So I was okay. Like, okay. Brown Sugar. It works. And you down. smell like, like cookies, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was like, he was like, how about babe, huh? And I was like, nah. How about he was like, okay, how about Brown Sugar, baby? I was like, that's it. You got it. That's okay, it. that's the one. That's, that's the one. one. So we tasted the scent for a while, and for me. So I'm more, my palette is more of, uh, I like scents that are more like flowery, mm-hmm. a little bit more like on the elegant side. Okay. So I had to get opinions of family members because it was a little bit sweet. Too sweet for you. So yeah. yeah, too sweet for me a little bit. But it's crazy because that's actually one of our top selling products. Because it smells like that food. So I'm good. sure the mango so yeah. because they smell like food. <laughs> that's how you forget people in food baby that's it the brown sugar baby smells like cookies and literally mango sorbet smells like mango sorbet sorbet (laughs) and it or or like you're about to you know bite into a fresh mango and that fresh mango smell is you know that scent is just so so nice and how about parisian dream so Parisian Dream is uh, one of my favorite scents because I noticed that we had a lot of collections that smell sweet mm-hmm. and a lot of collections that smell like flowers or that embodied um, uh, elegant and seduction, but we didn't have any scent that embodied elegance, mm-hmm. that embodied, um, okay, let's go to brunch or let's go mm-hmm. to a book club or let's go to empower each other. Right. We didn't have any scent that represented that. So I said, okay. I'm in my late 30s and I know how I would want to smell. Right. So let's do some research and see what kind of variations of scents that women would want as well. Right. So after doing, you know, a lot of research and having, you know, family members and community smell the scent, we decided on closing dream because it's, it's a Udi vanilla scent smell. A lot right. of people like that specifically, uh, um, you know, are, are females that like the elegant smell. Mm-hmm. And it's clean. that's why we went with that. And for me, yeah. It's very clean. It's I like clean, it. And you it's elegant, and it's simple. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's just there. It's just there. You can smell the essence of it when it's but it's almost almost light enough to could be mistaken. Like I know I put something on and I know it's here, but I don't know it's here. And I it's yeah. the subtlety of it is it's it's what is attractive because it's like I know there's something going on in here. Who is it? Who's doing that? Who's wearing that? Where's she at? <laughs> yeah, it's that. And it's and it's just enough. And if you know, you know. And I think that's that's the the attraction to that scent because it's barely there, but it's just enough. It's just enough. Yeah, I you love that. It pretty good. Yeah, it's just enough. 
So when you think about Luminatural and its growth, what do you see for it? What are your goals for Luminatural? And talk to us about how you, you know, plan to expand. And I know you had some um, thoughts of doing something to honor your son. So talk to us about that too. So in um, order to honor my son, not now uh, in the future, we want to open up a baby line for Luminatural. Yes. For all the mothers out there that are in the same place that I was and, you know, just wanted to pay my gratitude to uh, all the mothers out there and provide those products that they can feel comfortable with and that they can trust. Right. But outside of that, that's not far, far, far. That's yeah. like maybe like a year from now. <laughs> that's, not, that's not even a year from yeah. now. That ain't far. That's right around the corner. That's right around the corner. <laughs> That's about a year from now, but uh, we currently have a blog post that we do on our website every bi-weekly, so that's very essential because we tap into the whole aspect of um, bringing awareness to natural products and why it's essential right? and why what the benefits are as far as we provide skincare to, um, you know, the history of skincare and how uh, past skincare uh, rituals are similar but different in a way Mm -hmm. currently, and also understanding, like, our ancestors' practices. So that we know how to, you know, really truly uh, engage in self care and not just seeing the surface line of just applying products in our face, but truly understanding that self care goes beyond the uh, um, exterior, but it's more of the interior. Right. So those are the things that we're focusing on. Also, we're looking forward to launching the Sunday Service podcast with our co host, Dr. Lorena White. Hello, um, hello. Yes. And <laughs> I, you know, for me, this journey has been um, very enjoyable because I had Dr. White to really be there and to really give me the guidance and to um, really motivate me to push, the, you know, to push my dreams and not yeah. um, so that I have to hide when I have a message to share with the community. So yes. for me, this is my homage of giving back to Dr. White, but also most importantly, my community and She's a very resourceful and intelligent woman that has many knowledge and has healed many people. And for me, I am very grateful to have her as the co-host of the Sunday service. So I really urge everybody to tap in and really listen because we're trying to make a, a, a change with our community yes. that can help women wellness and women empowerment. And each episode is empowering because we're bringing expert advices, uplifting stories, and just skincare tips that will be very essential to your livelihood, just not that exterior of your skin. So for yeah. me, that's what I'm excited about. The Sunday Service Podcast is going to be every Sunday, so please be sure to tap in. And that's about it for now, but I'm sure every six months I would come up with something new. Yes, I know you will. Natural. Well, I know you <laughs> wanted to, I know that you had talked about an eczema line. Yes. And that's yeah. one of the things that we, I definitely, again, believe in because that's what kind of got this started in the first place. And not just for, you know, the pediatric population and the babies, but also for adults, because there's a big link, again, not just with what you're putting on your skin, but what you're putting in your body. And yeah. I think that combination, that is a whole person, holistic approach, because you're not just trying to deal with the symptom, but what's dealing with the underlying cause in the first place and I think a lot of people think oh just a cream or something topical and that's going to address everything but you even said yourself I'm breastfeeding so whatever I'm putting in my body my baby's getting that too and so you made the adjustment because again that food source that breast milk was the only thing that's you know your son is getting 
And eczema just doesn't come out of the blue. There's something that incites it. And so you made the adjustments in yourself. So really to be able to partner with you, not just on the topical emollients, the healing product itself for topical, but really being able to address what is the underlying cause in the first place. And let's work on healing you from the inside out um, and simultaneously. So I'm really excited about that too, because I think eczema is one of those very disheartening, very troublesome, sometimes very scary very almost disempowering because sometimes people just feel helpless because now they have this baby who is in pain and is obviously uncomfortable. And it's a, it's a rough place to have a parent to be in when you just feel like you cannot do anything, especially when they're trying to give your son or daughter high dose steroids to just kind of tamp it, but not address what's really going on. And that can be a scary place to be in, especially when you don't want to introduce pharmaceutical medications, especially like, you know, corticosteroids to a little one so young. Um, And now that you've kind of illuminated us with all this information and really talked to us about that component, I think that's so powerful Um, and empower. It's a powerful message and it's empowering other moms to really look at what they're putting on their baby's skin, what they're eating, especially during that breastfeeding stage and really being able to heal from the inside out. And that's a, that is a powerful message for your community and our listeners as well. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Dr. White. I, I did not mean to forget about that. That's the most important yeah. <laughs> uh, part of this um, um, interview that we're having. So as Dr. White has said, we would be, we will be launching our eczema cream in the next three to four months. Um, everything has been perfected already, but, you know, we have to go through the whole labels and all of that so we just want to provide you guys with the best product and for me that product line touched home because it it is the product that began right on top of it you know we want to highlight that treating eczema is not just applying cream on your face is there's a root issue right and that goes back to as dr white said your diet can be genetic it can be many factors but for us, we differ from other skincare companies because we're not just pushing a product and telling you that if you use that product, you'll be fine. Everything's no. gonna just be great. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. no. It's not no. You you might be you might be fixing the this the outer the issue. Right. But the exam will keep coming back. Right. So for us, um, we're blessed enough to be able to partner with Dr. White, who who is able to who's equip, equipped enough to assist with was causing the root issue. Yes. So for us, I it, that is very effective because we want to help our community address the issue of eczema and not just throw products at you. And I, I feel that's what how we differ from other companies. And right. I'm very excited to embark this journey with Dr. White, and I'm very excited to be able to provide the service to our community. Yes. And I can't wait to hear everybody's feedback on it. So, but also one of the features that we wanted to add on our website is just with collaborating with Dr. White. Um, we will have a link where you can directly go to Dr. White's website to get the assistance for, it could be eczema, it can be psoriasis, it can be a variety of skin issues. Mm-hmm. So it could be a quiz that you take and then we link you right to Dr. White and then we provide the outer, uh, <laughs> the outer fixer, as they say, for your skin. But truly, because we care about our clients, we want to address the root issue and that is where Dr. White comes in. Excellent. It is very going to be very exciting. And for our listeners, I think you have a a coupon code or a discount code. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be nourish your flourish. 
Um, it's our hashtag that we use on everything, but not without the not with the hashtag, but just nourish your flourish all together. N O U R I S H Y O U R flourish F L O U R I S H nourish your flourish all together. So when you get to the next, by the time you get to the website, which will be included in the show notes, um, you'll be able to start ordering these beautiful, this wonderful product line that's literally designed with you in mind, not just as a topical remedy for any type of skin ailment or blemish, but also to really connect with yourself, to realign, and to really, again, reconstitute yourself into your own wholeness and wellness. At the end of all this, is there any parting words of wisdom you have for our listeners? Uh, I just want to say, be patient with yourself. Um, understand that we're here for you. You know, we're a community. Let's continue to uplift each other. Continue to be mindful of the things we're consuming, the things we're putting in our body, and just um, always seek to learn. Yes. And I hope everybody has a blessed day. And I'm very excited to embark this journey with everyone. And I can't wait to hear your feedback. Absolutely. And thank you so much to Fabian Kasamari, to Joshua, her husband, to my little boy Mahadi for just being the inspiration of all this and for your time, Fabian. Um, and I'm looking forward to all the wonderful gifts and blessings that Luminatural and the Ademonia Center can do together. Thank you, Dr. White. I'm very excited for our journey and, um, you know, I always have love for you. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining Women's Health Wisdom and Wine. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation today. Think about one gem you can take away from this episode and apply it to your own life. Also, remember to follow us, review us, and give us five stars. Till we meet again, remember, nourish your flourish.